Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating, life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 42. And today we're talking about nine ways to make gratitude and prosperity a way of life. So human nature is all about self. Would you agree? It's all about what I can get out of life or that's the default mechanism, I suppose, in our thinking. I think actually we are all more selfish than we realise. (laughs) And and I don't mean that in a necessarily negative way, Mm. but ultimately we're either looking out for ourselves a lot Mm. or when we feel like we're not selfish, Mm. it's actually we are basing what we do and what we say and how we behave Mm -hmm. on how other people perceive us. Okay, wow, okay. And therefore, that's also selfish. Mm Because ultimately, if you're looking for how you're perceived and ultimately that feedback. Yes, being liked by other people, getting your sense of worth by what other people think of you ultimately. So ultimately you're still driven by intrinsic values. Absolutely, yeah. And intrinsic motivations. Mm -hmm. You're looking to feel good. Mm -hmm. And therefore it's like um, if you do charity work or you give away to charities, then potentially if you're in a wrong place about it, I don't say wrong place, but if you're in a place where it becomes a little bit selfish, the reason for that is that you're actually, you're doing it for the highs Mm, and the mm. validation mm-hmm. of giving and the same as whether you're giving up your time or you're not saying no to people when they want something yeah, yeah. it doesn't make you selfless mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. say for the hundredth time yes sure i'll babysit today. yeah i get you yeah actually exactly. what you're doing is potentially being selfish by avoiding guilt right avoiding right. confrontation yeah or wanting to feel validated and valued and useful right. so therefore you'll do things which are maybe outside of your comfort zone, things that you don't want to do mm. in order to drive for other feelings. Absolutely. So actually selfishness is something that goes a lot broader than what we think by default. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when we really think about our values and our reasons for doing things, a lot of the time it does come down to selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't see selfishness as a bad thing mm-hmm, overall. Mm-hmm. Like when I think about people in the world and trying to move forwards and helping others and everything else it's kind of like the gas mask situation mm-hmm. when you're on an airplane yeah and put, your you, on first. put yours on first yeah yep. i think we're all too busy trying to be involved in other people's business mm. trying to help this person that person advise this person advise that person mm. and actually we probably should be a bit more selfish mm. and look out for ourselves first what do i need mm. what time do i need to spend rather than saying i'm going to go and help this person go and help that person maybe i should be spending that time looking after myself maybe going for a walk or going to the gym or looking (laughs) after my diet or spending more time with my kids or whatever Mm. it is rather than looking outwards Mm -hmm. actually looking more inwards with purpose Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think if everyone did that then other people also wouldn't need your attention because they're focusing on themselves it almost feels like we can be in this chain Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. you're trying to help someone else or multiple other people they're focusing on others everyone's focusing on someone else Mm. in this kind of weird way when no one's actually getting the true value they need mm. so i think selfishness isn't a bad thing and actually no, we should the right be, levels yeah we should just be more conscious of it mm-hmm, otherwise mm-hmm. what we do is we waste our energies and our efforts trying to do things not quite doing the job properly mm. and we're not really helping anyone else we're not really helping ourselves mm-hmm. and it's actually more about mindfulness yes. as far as how you're spending your time and your energies there's a difference between being selfish and selfless 
that's the difference really you're talking about. Selfless is the right attitude towards other people. Selfish is what can I get out of it or putting yourself, really putting yourself above everyone else in the situation. And as you said, you should be selfish in that definition. In a lot of areas of your life, you should put yourself first in terms of your health and well-being. I think the greatest freedom I've experienced in the past couple of years is just thinking not the same as everyone else or not being told what I should think. Like you live with me, I don't do well when people tell me what to do at all. No, you, you seem to have <laughs> it's this one of my streak. major triggers. Even, even if it's good for you, even if you were going to do it anyway, <laughs> I'll just resent it. You, no, I'm just, working on it. I'm working av- on you'll it. Av- you'll avoid it for a period of time, and you'll stomp your little feet and say, "I'm not doing that," <laughs> even though it was the thing you said you were going to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's, you know, we're not all perfect, but that's one of the key things that I've been learning, and particularly now as we've moved from being me working full time, you at home with the kids, to now the switches, both of us full-time doing what we love and getting you know and that pays the way it's actually moving from the mind frame of somebody else needs a piece of me right now so whether it's the day job it's being a mum it's being a wife it's being a business owner you know like it feels like there's always somebody who wants a piece of me I'm having to I'm actually consciously saying no wait a minute I need to put myself first in a good way though. So like I've just, I woke up grumpy this morning people. I really like you'll appre- you'll appreciate where I'm coming from. I just woke up. I had just a dream that annoyed me. I don't know. I was just annoyed with people in it. You weren't in it, Matt. Don't oh, worry. I was just annoyed in it. I woke up annoyed and so we worked it out so that Matt could do his work at first. I'm not I didn't feel like hitting the gym. So Matt did one of the other drop-offs took our youngest in our street and I hit a walk I love walking it's my kind of I've just really developed in the past year but I knew that if I could (laughs) get some peace (laughs) with a podcast or some songs and I actually went the big route didn't I I went the big hour and a half walk that I love doing past the farms and everything looking at the sheep because I knew I would come back in a better mood can't you agree (laughs) well I think that that ultimately comes down to to what I was trying to say is Mm. if you are selfish and look after yourself Mm. then you are better placed to then be able to give back to others Mm. Mm. your time your energies your efforts and your positivity Mm. and that's why selfishness isn't a bad thing when looking after yourself is for the greater good Mm. of everything else you impact the other side is when you have the kind of negative side of selfishness, that's when you're looking at what you've got, what you have, mm, what you mm, should have. Yep. Not sharing things with anybody else. It's mine. I want it. I need it. Get out my way. Kind of. We never get rid of that from childhood, though. We do know that, right? No, I know. It keeps but with you, us. Like years ago, I don't have it now. Mm. And but a few years ago, you used to see like on Black Friday. When people oh, yeah, were basically people mental. stomping and yeah, elbowing yeah. their way through oh, and snatching. <laughs> and I think that we can all mm. have moments where we kind of feel like that when we're up against others or we see mm-hmm, others mm-hmm. in the world. And it's that level of selfishness, mm-hmm. which I think is the, the negative side, because ultimately you're moving away from gratitude mm-hmm. and you're moving away from feeling prosperous mm-hmm. because it's all about grab, take, get what's mine. Absolutely. I deserve this and I have to take other people down yes. to have it. And if I don't have it, 
then I'm worth less. Absolutely, otherwise. absolutely. And I think in our generation, so we grew up with internet just kicking off in the 90s, right? Dial-up modems and all that. It's because it's so easy to see what everybody else has as well all around the world. Or what everyone else wants to show you. Or have. show you the highlight reel as well. And if your you know, value set is it's based solely on what other people think of you or how you measure up, or as I, the most common thing is it's like kind of money intrinsic value. So if you don't have this amount of money, this car, this house, then you're not worth it. It's it's totally made up. That's not the case. We know this. The value of your soul and talents could never be given a monetary value, right? We're all ab. I totally believe everybody is unique, and you have a unique journey. And I think it's very life affirming and freedom giving when you realise you don't need to be tied into those chains of that to-do list of, well, I've got the nicest car I want, I've got the biggest house, I've got the body, I've got the 2.5, ch- right? It's That's not how your life will be defined. Your life will actually be defined as sharing your unique intelligence, wisdom, goals that you've been able to create. Like, nobody will ever be another version of me, right? And the particular circumstance I grew up in and what I've got access to in our life. And so it's actually stepping back and what we're talking about, gratitude and prosperity, taking note of actually the things you have right now with excitement about even more great stuff coming. Like, I guarantee when you look back over your life, there is a highlight reel. Most of the time, you'll only remember a couple of events, good and bad. Yeah, but it's the ones which um, ultimately trigger emotional responses. Absolutely, get stored in the brain, Yeah, right? they're the ones that stick with you. So that's why you can't remember most of your childhood, mm. but you'll maybe remember that special Christmas or absolutely. birthday. Or, or your mum member... dragging you out by the hand of the shops it, or something. <laughs> exactly, just those couple of high and low points that, mm. that really stuck in your head. Mm. And that's the same as if you try to remember back 10 years ago. Again, you won't remember mm. most of it, mm. but there'll be a couple of key elements that you can refer back to mm. and stick quite firm because they trigger the emotional response the rest just goes into a blur so i'm going to ask the first question for today what place does gratitude have in your life overall and there's there's a couple of great quotes i'm going to mention a lot of quotes in this episode and also at the end stick through we're actually going to give you some practical as i say it's nine ways i'm going to give you some practical ways how that you can cultivate this attitude of gratitude so there's a great quote by ralph waldo emerson and he said Cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continually. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. And I think a couple of years ago, this kind of, you, you hear a lot of successful people that I look up to and admire, because no one's perfect, but you know, generally people who've done well and I feel have got the right mentality that I would like they speak about having an attitude of gratitude. And it was really when they started to to move away from worldly materialism, not like sell everything and, and all that, but dial back actually to go, okay, wow, look where I've come from. Even though these rubbish things have happened or things haven't gone quite the way I thought, wow, look what I have. Somebody said to me on a podcast last week, have you ever missed a meal? Have you ever missed a meal? Um, through choice sometimes. <laughs> that, no, but have you ever missed a meal through circumstances you could not control? Um, n- no. No, no. The chances I've not, are I've not had not. it from a financial or whatever point of view. Sometimes no. I've been too busy, but yes. In, in the principle you're talking about, no, I've never missed a meal. Right. So there's people in the world who miss 
meals regularly. That yeah. is daily life, right? So from being a UK person, ultimately we are in the top point 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 one percent That alone should make us feel grateful for situations, well, right? The challenge we have is that you're a product of your circumstances. Absolutely. And therefore, that's your only frame of reference. Mm. So yes, there'll be people that maybe don't have meals, don't have homes, don't have shelter, whatever it happens to be. And and that sucks. Mm. But for my upbringing, it's far away from that. Mm. So all I've got is my own frame of reference. And based on that frame of reference, some things suck and some things are great. Absolutely. Yeah. And your frame of reference can change. So if you started off in a very wealthy background and then for whatever reason a lot of that wealth was lost, then you soon lose that wealthy lifestyle mm. as being your measurement of what a day-to-day -day should feel like. Mm. The same as if you grew up in a poorer background and then you managed to start doing well for yourself. Mm -hmm. Your frame of reference does change, but I always find it difficult to relate to how well you're doing. Mm. Um, versus other people in the world because ultimately you, you can't put yourself there you can't relate I know, to it I know the one thing that I can really I grasp of you know people always talk about oh you don't appreciate things till it's till it's not there yeah I don't think that's the case I actually think you do have the mentality to start appreciating you just need but, to recognize it but the, and we'll talk about that today but one thing when I was in hospital for three weeks I I was not allowed to leave the hospital, right, legally. That was part, you know, I was sectioned, was not yep. allowed to leave. See the first day being able to walk out the doors and go for a walk with you. Or do you remember actually, the first, I was allowed to come home for three hours. It was set times. This is how, yeah, it, like, we won't talk about that. Just, but I was only allowed home for certain times and I had to be back in or, you know, there's consequences and see getting stepping through the door getting in a car stepping in the door it was just oh I can remember the feeling just thinking oh I remember how the place looked oh I remember the sofa <laughs> you know all those kind of things how appreciative I was and that's where I that's distinct memories of gratitude feelings but I think there's there's really two things at play with gratitude it's appreciating the thing, event, the item, but also recognizing where it came from. And that can be, it really opens you up then to this idea of, you know, you're not just creating absolutely everything in our own world. Things appear, things enter our worlds that benefit us and we could not predict them as well. And I think it's absolutely a really humbling thing to do as well to sit down and go, wow, look at all the things that have come into my life. And, you know, we're making a podcast right now. It just so happened the schools are back. Yay! <laughs> you know, and things like all these things that you now appreciate, but as added gifts in your life that allow life to just allow us to do things differently. So I would say with gratitude in particular, and it leads on to prosperity, it's really an emotion that you have to learn you have to get back into those sensations. Yep. I think as a child, you're more aware of gratitude. Like our two boys, they're much easier to say they love you or give you a cuddle or a kiss or say, th like Sam said, it was the best day ever yesterday yep. <laughs> because he got a toy dog and we got a new car. So we got these two little toy dogs from the dealership and he said it was the best day ever, right? So to it him, doesn't take much for a small person to feel like it's a great day. But that's what it should be. I have this lovely book 
Um, it's called The Best Day Ever that I read to the boys most days. And the moment that they say, oh, can we do The Best Day Ever? I light up. I'm like, yes, because today can be The Best Day Ever. So the attitude with gratitude, it's really the antidote to selfishness. If you appreciate what you have, then you're more likely also to think of it as a, a blessing and something that has value. It doesn't have to have money value. It can be anything. And you, we can recognize that it is making our life better, our well-being, our financial state, our health, all our relationships, everything. It's adding something that, that we would miss, that we, would, that we do actually appreciate. I think for a lot of us, what we don't do is we don't reflect on how far we've come. Mm, and mm. that is one thing that you miss out on. Mm. So we get used to things very quickly. As I was saying before, you, you end up with your circumstances being whatever they are, and that's your frame of reference. Yep, yep. So if you were to go back to most people's lives 10, 15 years ago, depending on your age, obviously, mm. but if you're kind of in your 30s, 40s, whatever, mm. then if you go back 10 years... And you were to say to yourself, hey, this is where you're going to be at this age. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us would be very delighted, very surprised mm. and really pleased that that is a potential outcome. I think that the problem we often have is maybe we have aims for oh, I want to earn this kind of salary, this right. kind of house. Yep, yep. But the moment you get it, your goalposts move. You start to look at what's next. What do I want? What do I want more of? Do I want a better car? So I'm already driving the car that I would have loved. Mm -hmm. Now I want the next car. I already got a really nice house that covers the space that I need and then a bit more. But you know what? I'm looking at the next one. Mm -hmm. So the challenge is that our frame of reference can keep shifting. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that we often let our gratitude go with it. Right, yeah. So rather than looking at where we are and being appreciative of what we've done, where we've come from, how far we've made it, yes. how the sacrifices we've made or the efforts we've made mm -hmm. or the education things that we've done have got us to where we are. Mm. Instead, we look at, well, I'm not at this next point next. Mm -hmm. Even though this next point has continued to shift forward yes. and we've by far yes. surpassed potentially where we thought we might be, mm -mm. we're still looking at, well, hold on, I'm not at this point now. Mm -mm. So we don't take into account how far we've come. Mm -mm. And I think that that is really key in gratitude. Mm. Just looking at what you've managed to achieve in life, the fact that you have security and a home and potentially a family and people that love you and care for you, mm. like all of these things we readily take for granted mm. but actually we should be grateful for these because not everyone has those yes. and also we would really notice if they were taken away absolutely and i think it's key that every major religion or philosophy actually has some element of gratitude in it mm -hmm. like it is really it doesn't say money management or health management or anything like that it has about gratitude or, or developing this attitude of gratitude, being thankful, being aware also that we are not the sole creator of our lives. Like there is this other force, other thing at play that helps you, that gives you the little, now they believe it, it sends it or, you know, opportunities open up. But everything is then thanking and appreciating for things despite our own nature, despite our own default of mind, 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 lack, 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 all the kind of default human emotions that we can, we can feel quite easily. Well, I think when you're focusing on gratitude, then you move away from that intrinsic selfishness mm -hmm. and you get to the point where you understand where you have enough, where mm -hmm. you have plenty, mm -hmm. 
where you have a surplus, then where you can share that with other people. Mm. Because if you aren't grateful for where you are, then it's much more difficult for you to decide to give a portion of your time or a portion Absolutely. of your money Absolutely. elsewhere. It's just not possible to do that mm -hmm. if you don't have gratitude. If you're looking at, well, I want more, mm -hmm. wanting, there's nothing wrong with having goals and desires to have more in your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if your focus is, well, you know what, I just need more because it's not enough and I, I want more, mine, mine, mine. Yep, yep. Then you won't be at a point where you're willing to share no, what exactly. you've got. You won't exactly. be able to feel that gratitude for where you are and feel like you have enough that you can share with others. Absolutely. And I actually think prosperity then ties in with this. So it's a result of really appreciating what you have. But the other flip side is also you start to be aware that you have more than enough and you actually want to start sharing it with others. So I actually believe prosperity is appreciating what you have now, gratitude, plus generosity with whatever else yeah. and the thing that you have. And it's one of the key things that I teach about money, that when people can start to give their money, whether it be investing, giving to charities, all these different things, that's when you change your relationship with money because it, it moves from mine, 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 mine to then, oh, wait a minute, look at actually what I've been given right now that I can do things, I can save, invest, I can pay my bills, we're healthy, we're safe. Okay, now I'm going to do other things with it. And the effects of gratitude, oh goodness, so many studies. There's actually, is there not a center of happiness, I think, in one of the universities in America? I think there is actually like, that, yeah. <laughs> like a whole department that studies happiness. Um, and, you know, we're looking for that ultimate happiness and life satisfaction. And gratitude has been shown to start that positive feedback in your life because it takes you from that kind of feeling of numbness to actually, oh, wait a minute, I'm actually aware of what I have, the situation that I have, the good things. It's, you know, I suppose it's focusing on the good, but in a way that actually makes you realize that you do have a lot to be thankful for. And it's not all dark and, and gloomy that you might have thought before. That's the thing. I think it would take pressure off of how do I get to the next step? How do I make the effort to get the next pay rise, the promotion at work, bring more money in, make mm. more savings, whatever it happens to be. What happens is when you're grateful for where you are, when mm. you can recognize what you have and truly be at peace with that, mm -hmm. again, not suggesting that you, you can't want more or be working towards something mm. else, but still having that foundation of, I guess, just comfort mm. and it, that comfort is gratitude, mm. gratitude and peace of where you are. Mm. That means that you, you don't feel like you're clawing at what's next. Absolutely. And it brings in a much more relaxed state of mind. Mm. And it really does make you feel a lot more settled. Mm. Well, it's reduced, like studies show that it reduces your stress levels. So that's again from moving from, oh, I'm being attacked everywhere to going, actually, wait a minute, what have I got? I suppose there's a calmingness, there's a peacefulness, isn't it? That's what really you were kind of saying there. And I think it, we can focus too much on what we want and the problem with always looking forward is you're not enjoying the journey right now we have um, a couple of things around the house that talk about you know sometimes you've got one goal and actually you end up 
getting a better goal. We've got a lot of these kind mm-hmm. of sayings around the house and things like that. So gratitude doesn't mean you have to be inspired for the next step. So I'm using gratitude to say, well, when I'm I'm going to be happy, when I'll appreciate things, when gratitude. The, the when never comes. The when never comes because it keeps moving. You depending keep moving on the when. who you've looked on Instagram and saw what YouTube video you've seen, what book you've read, right? Gratitude is actually being in the moment right now and believe me I need this podcast episode today I can feel it I can feel it it's the right time but you know there's plenty of unhealthy habits can be kicked out of your life by appreciating what you have right now so for example if you've got the habit that you actually want to improve the things that you eat or drink believing that's a way to go then say okay rather than focus on what I can't have or what I believe I shouldn't be doing I'm going to appreciate the access to good food that I can get or you know if I can only make soup and maybe spaghetti bolognese I'm going to appreciate that enjoy it and look at adding more good things same with like exercise I think the past year we've all really seen that in some way we don't have as many excuses to not do stuff you know, we could find half an hour in our day to go for a walk and change how you feel about your body. And I think it's really taught us all that I appreciate going to the cinema now. (laughs) I appreciate being able to go on holiday or see parents or see people that I love because we've not been able to. And you don't always want events in life to happen before you actually start appreciating what you have. I think gratitude also comes down to changing your perspective Mm -hmm, on how to mm -hmm. look at things. So if you look at exercise, for example, there's two ways of seeing it. Mm. Either it's a punishment for what you ate (laughs) or it's a celebration, an opportunity to show what your body is capable of doing. Mm -hmm. One is kind of forward thinking and grateful that you have the ability to work out, that you have the ability to move your body in particular ways. And the other is just a negative point of view that Mm. isn't going to keep you motivated Mm -hmm. and doesn't show any gratitude for what you're capable of. But instead, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it brings you down and it doesn't allow you to move forward and feel positive about Mm, things. mm. So here are nine very practical ways that you can cultivate an attitude of gratitude and all nine ways that we're going to actually talk about. I think the majority of them we have done in the past find really useful and still do to this day. Mm -hmm. So the first one is a really simple one, but don't be picky appreciate everything in your life okay you might not want to sit down and and spend 24 hours just going through everything but I remember in a a book called Asking You Shall Receive or Asking You Will Receive by Abraham Hicks who's somebody who talks about kind of law of attraction and all that kind of stuff so not everyone's bag but one of the exercises in it was called a a rampage of gratitude sounds extreme (laughs) it sounds really extreme but she suggested that actually to start this attitude of gratitude realizing what you have because she teaches it's not about like I want stuff 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 it's all about what if find joy right now in the moment and she said literally you know for even 30 days or 7 days sit down and go I'm really thankful for this room I'm really thankful for this couch I'm really thankful for my breakfast like really name exactly what you see so you, you can go see. really extreme I'm really glad that I'm really glad that I got remote control for the TV so Absolutely. I don't think I can change the channel. I'm really <laughs> glad that controllers for games consoles yep. aren't wired anymore. I know, all the things I can sit further away. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's really easy to get 
down Just into start. some fine detail and actually be grateful for a ton of stuff. And I, as you're saying that, look at your face. Like you do naturally start to smile because you remember having to get up and put, change well, the I had channel, to change on the channel to, Well, it used to be either channel zero or channel five because there wasn't right. a channel five way no, back wasn't. when. No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. So it used to be one of those channels. You used to have to tune it in, but then you had to get up, change the TV, yep. and then the controller was tethered to the machine. <laughs> so you only had as long as the cable was at first. So I think after a few generations, they started to have cable extenders right. maybe available. Oh, wow. But that was extra money, so I never had that. <laughs> so, yeah, you used to sit. I think mum and dad used to say, oh, you'll get square eyes if you sit that close yeah, to the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're thinking, I can't sit further away. This cable doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> but then again, you didn't have massive TV. So you didn't mm. have a 50, 60, 70 inch TV nope. way back then. Not it was all. probably, I think a 28 inch was mm-hmm. was really, really a big mm-hmm, TV. Mm-hmm. We just had little tiny So there you ones. go, gratitude for the fact that you can have a TV that's bigger, that's flat, <laughs> that doesn't weigh as much as a small wire lost A remote, us. A remote really that works, exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's a really fun exercise and she kind of suggests doing that every day for a, a week a month would really change your life I really enjoyed it I, I write and we'll cover that we'll cover that next but the next thing is to another way is like find gratitude in your challenges so actually find joy so everything right now obviously is tough for a lot of people but when you're going through sucky things it's okay to still be happy about other areas in your life and what I mean by that is if you're seeing other people that you care about, maybe going through a hard time or something's happening at work with your children, it's okay to still be like, do you know what? I'm going to still enjoy my day today. I'm still going to get up and read a good book. Even though I don't feel like getting out of bed, I'm going to have a shower. I'm just going to enjoy feeling. Like really, we can we can just pick even one thing. You're still allowed to have joy. It's not that you can't feel the pain, but you're still allowed to have those happy moments, even though you're going through difficult things. I think it's one of the hardest things to move yourself out of being bogged down entirely mm, mm. from things that maybe aren't going so well. The fact is that we all have challenges over the course of our lives. Some days are easier than others, mm. but absolutely you don't need to tar the entire day with the same brush and say you know what this sucked that sucks so therefore the day sucks absolutely and i had you, i had to work on that this morning right i'm exactly. ready just to be in a you, you, and not in a bad grump but i was just grumpy and i thought no i need to I, and for me sometimes movement is really key like i just need to move my body change my dynamic well the thing is you are looking to turn your entire day around yeah yeah whereas sometimes it's it's difficult to turn the entire day around but you can still have a moment or a couple of moments mm. of positivity and good stuff yes you can go and maybe sit in a bath and just have a relax Absolutely. and even though things might suck you can say well that brought a little bit of light to my day mm-hmm, that otherwise mm-hmm. wouldn't have had any or reading a book as you said or going for a walk or maybe having a phone call with someone that you haven't spoken to in a little while that yes, you actually yeah. really enjoy their company so that's the thing, it's appreciating those little moments that you can have, mm. whether or not your day's full of wonderful things, mm. or if it's really quite bogged down with various dramas and stresses, mm. there's still little glimmers of high points that you Absolutely. can choose to have. Absolutely. And that leads me on to one of my favourite things to do 
I actually think being quiet is very good for gratitude as That's well. That's hard for a lot of people. It's being really alone with hard. your thoughts. Exactly. Yeah. So I was reading a book. I've just started reading a book by a scientist lady who her main thing is behavior of the brain, like working out how the, the brain actually learns and stores information. Anyway, fascinating book. But she said that actually one of the, the major things of right now is chronic stress because the brain is designed to clean itself out and re- and kind of retrain those thoughts that are negative or putting negative bits in your thinking pattern. You're meant to have quiet time without distractions, without TV, noise, a podcast, for you actually to almost like correct misaligned thoughts. So what I mean by this is, say if you're finding that you on a daily basis feel overwhelmed or not good enough or you don't like the way you look in the mirror, you should actually take a block. And she said 16 minutes, so about a quarter of an hour. She said every day, take a block of time with nobody around and don't do anything but think. Think about the thoughts that are making you feel negatively or that are, seem to be kind of then there constantly or, you know, a repeat pattern. Think about them, but also think about them as a scientist. Dissect them. So go, okay, right, where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? Has it, Have I always felt this way? What evidence? Like, really kind of look at it. And what happens is that maybe the first day you don't actually get any clarity and it's still the same. It's still annoying you. The next day, something might appear and say, ah, well, actually, do you remember last year when somebody said you looked funny in that skirt? Well, that's what you're holding on to. Okay, well, I don't know that person really and they may be having a bad day. So very quickly, you'll start to unpick these branches if you give it long enough. She suggested about 60 days that if you worked on something, it would change your life. Well, I think that having peace with your thoughts means that you are able to just work through some of those things Mm. that come to mind. The challenge I think a majority of us have is that if you sit for more than two minutes doing nothing, Mm. then you pick up the phone and you're on social media or something, Mm. you're swiping here, swiping there, looking at all kinds of stuff. Like, I think a lot of people feel very, very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. just sitting there with the phone in front of them and not touching it. Like, when was the last time that if you go to the toilet, when was the last time you went to the toilet without your phone? No, I know, but this is what I'm talking about. We need to learn to not be numb all the time. To, like, it's okay to have your thoughts. I know, and that's, I think we're not used to, mm. for, for a long period of time now, we've had such easy access to simple distractions mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. when the Game Boy started to come out to <laughs> where, where we are yeah. now. And I think we've got out of practice of being able to just sit there at peace and enjoy our thoughts. You know, people used to be able to do it on public transport or in the car, but again, you've got all of these distractions and things that you can do that you don't do that anymore. And the less you do something, Mm -hmm. the more uncomfortable it feels when you do it. Absolutely. So sitting down and being mindful, having Mm. no distractions and just sitting at peace and letting your brain basically whir along various Mm. things is good for you it will feel weird it will feel like oh i don't know what i'm doing here Mm. and i'd rather do something else and this is pointless but you will find after a couple of days of just giving yourself even 10 15 minutes that actually you start to get value from it you start to decompress some of your thoughts you allow them to be a little bit more free Mm. and then it allows you to maybe tackle some of those things that are going on in your head absolutely i really love getting up early for that reason so the house it's just the cats in me but you can hear the birds 
cheapened and I usually sit down and I'll maybe do morning pages I maybe read something and then have a wee think it, it's incredibly good and as I say this book that I found recently was actually talking about we need that space and actually I think that's one of the reasons today especially the walk did me good so I didn't put on anything like after about 10 minutes of some music to get me feeling good I actually just didn't put anything I listened to the birds and I just was able to let my thought and just mainly at the time be like oh there's a sheep oh there's a you know just enjoy being in nature all around me so the next one I want to cover is keeping a gratitude journal. Mm, so mm. really, this isn't so much that you need to keep a journal, but it's more having mindful time yes. of gratitude. And the thing is, if you have a journal, you write lists and you do that for a few days, what happens is you get used to thinking about the things you're grateful for. Yes. And then potentially you don't need to write it down anymore, but you just become more conscious and more aware. Absolutely. And it's a good habit to try to keep doing. Again, you don't need to do it every single day. I think it's worth doing for a few days in a row at first to mm. get you in that good habit. But then just sitting down and maybe even in some of those mindful times that we spoke about, mm -hmm. some of those you can use to sit back and rather than say, oh, what's the challenges in life? What am I not happy with? Mm. Instead, you can sit there and just say, what am I grateful for? Absolutely. And that will also help you uncover some of your thoughts and where maybe you want to spend your energies moving forward. Absolutely. But you've done a gratitude journal before. Yes. And you found that it was really useful for you just because I think it spins your mindset. Yeah. As, as you mentioned yep. you know when I was talking about the fact that you can have wireless controllers now yep like that just spun my mood my face and everything else I just felt a lot more positive about absolutely, the world absolutely. just by thinking about something as simple as that so it really can change your mindset and your attitude quite quickly absolutely another thing is stop following people who make you feel less than what you are like literally I did this on Instagram quite a lot I just you know declutter who I'm following if they don't you don't declutter to my standards but to you do standard, declutter very well but I, I do declutter and you know if I can't if it doesn't feel like the thing is promoting me to think a different way or or you know be inspired then that's it so really focus on your own journey it's very cliche to say that but I think if we if we went back to the mindset of right what do I feel is my purpose right now what do I feel led to do I think then your joy and your gratitude would change immensely. Like if if you were lit literally thinking about staying in your own lane without everyone else, I think it would really change your relationship with yourself as well. I think if you remove people that drum up feelings that are negative, so whether it's inferiority, jealousy, frustration, whatever it happens to be. Mm -hmm. So you can get people online that just annoy you. Yeah. And yeah. and they could be people that you've either worked with before mm. or friends or friends of friends that you feel like you should be following because if you don't, then maybe you'll get some grief. But you know what? If you're going to get grief from not following someone, then they really shouldn't be someone that you're following yeah. anyway. Yeah. But also when you're looking at celebrities and people, you should be thinking about people that you feel uplifted mm, mm, you're mm. pleased when you see their mm. posts and their instagram stories or whatever else you it brings a smile to your face or it yes. brings you to think about things in a different way you don't want it to be that you're looking at something i was saying oh look she's off on this trip again like you shouldn't if you're thinking that often or mm. oh look they're showing this again and i'm tired of seeing that it makes me feel bad because i'm not that or i'm not doing that Absolutely. then you should press the unfollow button mm, and mm. make sure that you're not seeing that because ultimately if it's not uplifting you it's not going to give you that good mood feeling that you want and also it's not going to make you grateful for where you are because 
you're just going to look at other people and wish you were there Absolutely. or wish you had the willpower, ability, money, whatever it happens to be, to be where they are. Absolutely. So, And the next thing, a great thing to do is start to volunteer with your time, you know, to find places that you matter and give up your time. So the next point kind of covers this as well, like spending time with actually the people who you care about, but you can volunteer for causes or organizations or you're helping a neighbor. There's different areas actually where you can recognize you've got quite a lot and it could simply be you've just got a little bit more time to give. So you can think about, well, I'm going to actually use it and see the difference I'm making in the world. And also it can be really small things that when you put your bins out, and then the bin men have been around to mm, collect mm. it. Often they leave the bin strewn around. Just going around the couple of houses nearby you and just putting the bins in a more convenient place for people to tidy them away. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is just a little thing that actually can bring joy to you because you've done something good. Mm-hmm. And also for other people, they can see that and it can lift them slightly. So Absolutely. it doesn't need to be massive acts. It doesn't need to be that you're giving up eight hours a week, traveling an hour each way to go to this place to volunteer. Mm. It can just be small small little acts of kindness and it doesn't even need to be to strangers it can be to people that you know your family whatever you know you could easily say to yourself right when was the last time and and lockdown allowing when was the last time i saw my parents or someone Mm -hmm. well maybe what i'll do is i'll pop round and i'll take them in a meal or something like that really simple things absolutely and then the next thing following on from that number seven spend time with the people who do believe that you've got value already that they love you just as you are so that could be your partner your you know your children your cousins your siblings when things allow of course when extended family but there's people in the world who do think that you are worth value right now and it's your right now, not when you get to a certain goal. They actually don't care if you're a size eight or 10, they actually love you right now because of what you can do. Mm -hmm. Spend time with those people and stop spending time, mental time with people who you're trying to convince should love you. That's a huge one, Mm -hmm. I feel. That leads us on to number eight. And we've talked about an attitude of gratitude, but I would like to suggest is this one as we come to the final couple. Think about the person that you will become if you were appreciating what you have right now. So this is a great exercise when you are looking towards goal setting. If you want to be someone who does appreciate their life and is happy and joyful on a daily basis, what will that person be doing generally? Will it be whenever hardships pop up, they are just kind of going right okay I can I can overcome this and I'm going to keep positive I'm going to focus on the positive could it be that actually there's somebody who is looking for ways that they can serve others could it be that anytime they see something that's negative they're you know they're switching it off they're not on their phone they're think about all the the right habits that you would have on a daily basis that would then lead to feeling more grateful and more generous with your time and your talents And finally, and we kind of covered this a little bit earlier, is recognize where you are in life. Yes. We often don't recognize how far we've come Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. close we are or how past the line we are Mm. from where we wanted to be. Mm. So you go back 10 years, where do I want to be? Well, you could have well surpassed that by now. And if you're not grateful, if you're not taking into account where you are, Mm. you can look and say, this isn't good enough. This isn't where I want to be. This isn't far enough along the line. I don't have enough money, friends, whatever it happens to be. And ultimately, you don't appreciate it. You're still looking at what's next. You really do need to take a step back. Because ultimately, gratitude 
leads to feeling prosperous. Mm -hmm. Prosperity, as we've talked about, is having the health, the wealth, the well-being, the joy. In my head, prosperity is, if nothing else in my life ever changed again, mm. would I be happy with where I am? Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is if you have no gratitude, if you can't recognize what you're grateful for where you are, mm. then you can never feel prosperous. Mm. Prosperity isn't something that you reach. Mm. Gratitude isn't something where you pass a line and suddenly you think, yes, I'm there. Mm -hmm. It's a state of mind. It's a choice you make by actually taking the time to recognize where you are and to be grateful for it and to be really pleased that you've made it to that point and you have these things in your life. Absolutely. Really great episode today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, obviously, the title of the podcast is The Prosperity Project because it, this podcast goes deeper than some of the other work we do on YouTube and things like that. So I really hope you've enjoyed today. And let us know, are any of these gratitude habits actually speaking to you today? Are you going to try any of them tomorrow in the week ahead? Maybe even just getting out on that walk or opening a bit of paper and doing a gratitude list. Something's going to have jumped out at you and I really hope it's inspired you this week. So if you have enjoyed today, a couple of things. Matt and I would love if you would click subscribe and you can follow all our episodes. If we've got added some value, it would be lovely to have you as part of this podcast family. You can also give us a five-star review. What does five stars mean, Matthew? Five stars mean that you like us <laughs> and then all the podcast platforms like us, which means maybe we'll get found by more people, which exactly. is great. So you should do that. Also, while you're there busy doing things on <laughs> systems and stuff, you can always follow Jennifer on yes. Instagram yes. at Mama Furfer. Mm -hmm. She's quite uplifting, so she's not going to be one of those people that you see her stuff. And it's think, only ah, motivational stuff. You can follow me if if you really want to, I'm at Matt Kempson. It's mainly working out. No, I'm really teasing. It's a bunch of working out stuff. I, I do workouts. If you get tired of seeing people doing exercise and things and talking about that, Maybe don't, don't, don't follow it. me. Um, and also, Jennifer's got a YouTube channel. Allegedly. You probably already know about this. Yes. But if you don't, go find it. It's Mama Furfa on YouTube. Exactly. So thank you so much for listening today. We'll speak to you very soon. 